I'd love to know the 411 on spells on <laughs> is is it and magic what like what is magic to you guys is it in would you tri- would you consider it magic yeah I mean I I would I I call I call it real magic you know because people are always like but is it real and I'm like yeah morning peaches good morning peaches it's 8 15 in the morning and we're down here in our peach pod ready for the world ready for the pod we're not morning people so bear with us yeah it's gonna be interesting instead of our usual glass of wine we have a cup of coffee and it is giving me the lifeline i need to get to get into the right mindset for what is going to be a really fun conversation this morning. Oh, we're so jazzed. These guests are, well, I don't know. <laughs> well let's get into that. What, what are we talking about today? This morning, for us, I don't know when you're listening to it, but for us in the morning, we're talking witches. Let's talk witches, everybody. As you all know, this podcast welcomes all humans, and we're here to talk about anything that sparks curiosity. This episode is a little... Um, the more selfish and exciting for us personally because we've always been witch curious. Witchcraft has always intrigued us, and we may or may not own a moon spell book from Urban Outfitters. Sorry, not sorry. We may have it, used it a time or two. Yep, hiding out in our apartment has <laughs> been used a few times, but we never knew the right person to ask or trust about this topic and get accurate authentic information you know you can google witches and a lot of things pop up and a lot of different people pop up so we took it upon ourselves to really do the work and find some resources to talk about witches we found a bunch of really great sources that we hope to have on this podcast throughout throughout its existence but i for this particular episode mm -hmm. we've come across the witch with me community and their co-founders, Megan, Megan Liu. Mm-hmm. And we're so excited to chat with them about this, about all things witches. So yeah. we'll kind of, we'll learn more about the community and them and themselves. As witches, as people, their backgrounds, all yeah. that jazz. But they both seem, you know, we've been communicating with them a little bit here and there. And they both seem very knowledgeable, sweet, just open-minded, accepting human beings. Uh, and so we're very excited to learn a little bit more about them. So shall we kick off the... Yeah, well... Shall we bring in our guests? We'll bring in our guests, Miss Megan Liu. Perfect. Okay, so we're live. We're hot. <laughs> <laughs> so hi, everyone. We have our super special guests this morning. Um, this and morning for, for, us. for both of you guys, we apologize because we're not te- we're technically not morning people, so... <laughs> keeping that energy up for you. yeah 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 coffee. yeah we've got our coffee we've got our fuel going um but we have meg and louisa here with us this morning and we're really excited to share them with you guys and get to know them a little bit better ourselves um but you guys want to say hello hello Hi. yeah <laughs> welcome welcome to uh the virtual peach pod uh maybe one day we'll be able to bring you into a, a physical a one. physical peach oh, pod wouldn't that be wonderful <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We were just saying we were like we need more space. We need more counter space in here. We need we each need our own little tables for our beverages. Okay, good. So let's talk about witchcraft and manifesting those dreams. Yes. Okay. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Why? Well, we'd love for you each to just take a little take a moment mm-hmm. and ta- tell us about yourselves, um, how you got into witchcraft, what what your lives are like, all of that jazz. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So for for me, it. Looking back, now that I see it was always just a part of my life, I kind of intuitively did stuff like even as like a little kid, I I tell the story often of going and trying to get a Bible that we had that was bigger than I could carry to do bibliomancy, which is opening up and finding an answer to your question by landing, landing on a random page and reading whatever line is right there. That's, you know, divining the answer that way. Um, so I didn't know what that was called. I didn't know that was a thing. It was just kind of, you know, so that's kind of like, how I, I kind of just started living my life. And then I um, ended up going to both college and grad school for uh, studies in um, religion and spirituality. My master's thesis was on religion in the public sphere. And now I'm really proud to own a company that does just that is takes, you know, witchcraft isn't religion, it's a practice, but 
you know, it's often lumped together and, and being able to um, own a community called Witch With Me that allows us to bring those things that I studied my whole life into fruition is really important to me. And, and where did you go to school? Uh, for undergraduate, I went to Merrimack College in North Andover, Massachusetts. And for grad school, I went to Yale Divinity School in New Haven, Connecticut. Yeah. We, oh my we, goodness. we read that. We were, we were, we're like, like, oh my gosh, she's that's so, so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Connecticut. So I live, I, I'm a peach, a Connecticut peach. So, <laughs> I'm originally from the Boston area, but I now, now here is home. For, so I'm happy to be your neighbor. Yes. yes. We yeah, were, yeah. We read first, we were like, oh my God, she went to Yale. That's so cool. And then I was like, oh my God, she's, she's in Connecticut. She's a shoreline witch. She's, <laughs> we, were, we were like, wow. But yeah. So we're, we're happy that you have power this week and yeah. we're happy to be, oh. we're happy to have power too. We were out for a while yeah. as well. <laughs> feel like a new person I know I know the last we last week we had to record another episode and we did it in the back of our car hooked up to the Starbucks wi-fi so we hustled hey you're resourceful that's what matters (laughs) what you said about getting answers from a book I used to do that all of the time that's so cool so here we here here we go (laughs) I'm excited yeah my friend got me this for my birthday or something, she had gotten me this positive positive quotes book, and I would always use that book to flip to pages. And that's an awesome, yeah, that's that's an awesome. One. I remember my dad had like a Dilbert calendar on his desk, like one of those tear ones, and I would like look through the cartoon, for it, like to divine from that. It's so weird, like the mm-hmm. stuff that you would just use and for that you just it, it's in you. Ah. <laughs> okay. All right, Louisa, I want to hear all about you. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm from the UK and I, similarly to Meg, um, been doing it most of my life without most of it really realising that's what I was doing. Um, and it was only after I had my first child that I suddenly started to connect the dots. Um, although I did have quite a big interest in it when I was a teenager, as most females do, and... I was really embarrassed of it. People used to take the piss. They used to tease me. And so I, because of that, I kind of buried it quite deep. And I didn't like to talk about it very much with other people. I was a bit embarrassed. And I was worried that people were going to, you know, ridicule me for it. But after I had my child, I just didn't care anymore. I just, <laughs> you, you kind of go through this process of... Mm. Um, of release and almost like a rebirth when you when you have a child and you become a mother and 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 I just immediately connected with that side of myself again and it, and it has been an incredible journey since then uh, meeting Meg starting Witch with me just meeting so many people like-minded people all over the world who are all also waking up and and re re um acquainting themselves with that side of themselves which is really nice it's really nice to um be a part of it and it's really nice to be able to host that space um Mm -hmm. online and and enable people to meet other people because I think one of the biggest problems that I had um was not knowing anybody else who did it and so Mm -hmm. feeling quite uh, ostracized and alone but the minute that you have other friends or you connect with other people who have those same interests, suddenly it doesn't, it's not so scary to associate yourself with these things. And so being able to hold a space where people can connect with each other like that is just a massive honor. And um, yeah, so it's, it's been a, a real journey this year, hasn't it, Meg? Yeah, I'm I'm actually like grinning ear to ear right now because it is it, it's you know we we talk about just like how lucky we feel to be able to do this as we consider it our life's work you know and we and we take it we we consider it a service and we consider it it's not divinely inspired nothing like that but just that the time has come for the witch and we get to be part of it yeah and that's and that's a beautiful thing we really feel like you know a lot of people are not resonating with a lot of the patriarchal religions that are out there right now or the patriarchy in general and there's a lot of people who have a lot more to say about alternative ways of thinking about um values mm-hmm. and and the way you live your life and and how and how we speak truth to power and how we 
you know, form community. That's what I love. You know, whenever Lou talks about our community, she talks about it the best. So that's, that's why I was grinning. But yeah. Can you guys give us a little bit of insight of how it got started and what exactly Witch With Me is? How you, and how you two met. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I think we met on a, uh, well, we met on Instagram. And Classic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were just fangirling over each other's stuff. Oh. And then Lou, I don't even know. We just started kind of chatting and we had so much in common. We just had, you know, you just, when you meet a friend that you know is going to be a friend for life, it's just so great. Mm-hmm. You know, we, you know, we were, we were always kind of talking about like, what are, we have so many, so many great voices here. Like how do we always loved our friends and the people we were interacting with. And it kind of started to grow into like, oh, well, could we host, like, maybe we could post, get everybody to post each other's stuff in their stories, or maybe even on their walls and have like a big exchange. Oh, let's do a hashtag challenge. Mm. Okay. Okay. Good idea. Well, where are we going to host the the hashtags? Because right now what most people are doing is when people participate in a hashtag challenge, it goes in stories. Um, But it never really makes it anywhere other than the person's wall who participates. So that was the big idea was to create the the space for a hashtag, meaning a community in Instagram, um, to, to flourish and to grow and have its own identity and really take on its own thing. Mm. Um, so that was our idea. And yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure it was you who took it from being a hashtag challenge that people just kind of participated in for fun to let's make it its own thing with its own community. And it grew like a couple hundred followers in a day. Wow. And we were like, awesome. We know we have something good here because everyone just wants to see what real witches are doing. And how, how old is Witch With Me at this point? Eight months. Yeah. Oh my. Eight, we started this challenge on February 1st. Oh my wow. God. And you guys it's have. It's actually our birthday soon, isn't it? No, no. Our anniversary in two days or three days, I think. Oh, wow. So you guys yeah. have really gained a lot of traction in the first. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's why we were saying earlier when you guys were like, you know, we're we're just starting up this podcast, and I was like, you be you be we're in the same boat. You'd be surprised how fast it can grow, yeah, right? Yeah. When you get an idea that people resonate with, it's awesome. So we have it's to such a- learn how to uh, not resonate. We have to get we have to get the good juju so that we go and grow as fast as you guys do. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we could we could definitely help you with that. <laughs> well, we'll leave you with a spell to do for your okay, 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 <laughs> to draw good luck to you. <sighs> Great. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So I guess a question that we can begin with is, what is a witch? Mm-hmm. I don't know if a lot of our listeners will have a lot of background knowledge. Yeah. I think they're going to have... What What is on TV? Yeah. Or what, yeah. You know, they're going to have the Spellman sisters in their head. Yeah, which is okay. Mm-hmm. They're, they're awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's not... It's, it's, yeah, it's not what it is these days, is it? Really? It's, uh, yeah. A witch is somebody who's in connection with the cycles of nature, with the seasons, with the cycles of the moon. Someone mm-hmm. who can work with herbs, someone who has like a good understanding and, and, and of what all life feels, you know, not just... Um, yeah, it's, it's, it, oh, go on, Megan. <laughs> so I'm going to cheat and I'm just going to read you my favorite quote about what a witch is. Yay. This is by Isabel Bird. A witch is someone who has dedicated her life to learning about the connection between things. She studies the different cycles and her place in them. She learns how to use the energy in herself and in the world to make changes. And most of all, she tries to make the world a better place for herself and other people. Okay. I love that. Um, the only thing wrong with that statement to me is that we we strongly feel which isn't a gendered thing. This this writer just happens to be writing from a female perspective. But other than that, the message really stands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As you were reading it and she says she, she, she. And is is a male witch just which is it? Is it, it interchangeable or is there a, 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 a different word for someone that identifies as male? Neutral. Okay, perfect. Gender neutral. Oh, gender neutral. I yeah. love it. Another question is what is the difference between wiccans and witches so wicca is a wicca is a, a a religion founded by gerald gardner it's quite recent religion as well it's not ancient or anything like that so like 150 years old i think something like that and it's often confused with witchcraft which is a practice so wicca is a religion witchcraft is a practice you can be Wiccan and a witch, or you can be Wiccan and not a witch, although 
generally most Wiccans are witches. But you can be a Jewish witch, you can be a Christian witch, you can be an atheist witch, you can be a satanic witch. You can be whatever you want, really. Witches, uh, witchcraft in itself is just a practice, so it's it's interchangeable with as with as many or none religions as you want. Right. Yeah, I think I think when I think about different modes of witchcraft and and the intersection of religion with witchcraft, you know, religion is a way of talking about energy. It's a, it's a language that we use to talk about spiritual experience. So it's you know, and, and a lot of witchcraft is a spirit. That's, it's a spiritual experience. So, you know, a lot of people use the language that they're familiar with to, and, and the modes of operating that they're familiar with to inform their witchcraft. So, you know, witchcraft is the process of moving energy around as a means to an end. And religion talks about that in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's for some people, you can't separate the two. And for some people, there's no relationship. Are you or would you guys consider yourselves Wiccans or just witches? No, no, I'm not Wiccan. No, I'm not Wiccan. I consider myself what's called a hedge witch. And and what's that? Yeah. Uh, It's a transit. It's a tradition that comes out of medieval and even before that Europe um, in the UK. And it's basically the tradition of a wise woman who would live on the edge of town. She was typically unmarried or somebody who was a little odd, but she served a purpose and was allowed to kind of live out there on her own. And, you know, that's another thing I love about witchcraft. It's one of the only professions not ever really informed by the patriarchy. It's always been an outlier. It's always been its own thing. Mm -hmm. And these women would do everything from healing. They were the village healer to divination that that's where the term flying the hedge or jumping the hedge comes from it's about being in a liminal place between two worlds and being able to communicate between the world 3d 5d world Mm. to the spiritual world and that kind of you know there's been a ton of reconstruction with that so of course i'm putting a a completely modern flair on (laughs) it but you know that's that's what we do so that's that's how i resonate so so it sounds like just to kind of give our listeners a recap, Wiccan is a form is a religion, is a set religion, recent a more recent religion actually. And then witchcraft is more you say practice, but it's like a way to connect with the world, a way to speak to this higher power and with nature um, and kind of manipulate energy. So it's yeah. not it's the actual form it's practicing witchcraft. Right. And Correct. and all of that jazz. Yeah. So awesome. I feel I've we did a little bit of listening and research of our uh, on our own beforehand, and I like the term practice. I, that makes it very clear because that wasn't that wasn't something that was made clear in in other readings and podcasts that we listened to. Yeah, I think it's definitely an action based thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's all it's all about willpower. It's all about intention. One of the biggest discussions we always have is people want rules. They want well, how do you know if you're a witch? Well, mm. you know, those kind of things. But first, I'll, before we get into that, I'll let Louisa talk about what kind of witch she is. Um. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's evolving constantly at the moment. When I first <laughs> um, started uh, a practice, it was more about my um, using my intuition, which I think is a really good start for anybody who wants to start um, practicing witchcraft. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Don't worry about what's written in all the books. If it doesn't resonate with you, don't do it. Do what feels right to you. If it feels right to pick up those pieces of, you know, stone or, or whatever mm. while and fill your pockets with nature while you're out and come back and play with them, like that that in itself is, is, is you know, fulfilling your path. So I think like everybody, I kind of started out being intuitive, but I'm, I'm heading down more of a traditional route now and I'm getting to know the practices that are, the, the ancient practices that have been, um taking place in my local area so which is really fascinating um while there's so much i want to learn about witchcraft all over the world like mexican folk magic it's so mm. cool like, wow, like that's awesome and I, there's just you know there's so that's much that's our dream right lou that hgtv yeah. follows us around the world while we interview witches yes yeah, just, like, i tune in like, you're going into this ancient village and like the, just find the coolest people yeah I would love to do that so much. But I think a really good place to start when you when you get overwhelmed with how many different styles there are out there is to actually focus on your home and what's closest to you. And it turns out where I live is is super rich with um history of witchcraft and 
so I'm sort of diving into that at the moment and learning a lot about traditional witchcraft in my local area and it's fascinating really really interesting stuff I really love the idea of if you're overwhelmed or like if don't necessarily crowd yourself with all of the information at once and kind of let yourself yeah. intuitively figure it out so kind of, I love the idea of like fi- let yourself explore within your home and see what you gravitate towards and then kind of connect those dots as you as you become interested in things because I know there's like if you're like more if you're if you gravitate more towards like sitting in your backyard or like being outside that might give you some insight into like the road that you should go like research down instead of like presenting yourself with all of the options and then being like ah because that can absolutely yeah it can get I mean there is so much information out there Mm -hmm. it's so difficult to know where to start and and if you're new and you're kind of like oh I'm really interested in this and then you see how much there is it can be a bit frightening that's the, that's the question that we get asked the most Lou right yes yeah it is which is why we wrote that guide for uh, new witches which is on our our site we get asked it so much um we literally so, wrote a guide <laughs> yeah we, 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 we took the time to write a guide so that people can have a good a foundation of, of, of where to start but everybody's path is so different mm-hmm. so you can read a thousand books but you will still end up using your own sort of knowledge and your own intuition as to what it is that you want to do so reading stuff is and studying is is brilliant but also your intuition is is your greatest tool Mm. what would you guys say how would you guys define witch culture like what is the best thing about being a witch and maybe what are some of the different yeah if you could traditions what are some of those different kinds of witchcrafts um, so there's, there's lots, isn't there? Mm-hmm. I, there's, there's an enormous amount. We just did a, a census um, on our website, um, the witch census, to get an idea of um, what different types of being practiced. We had the same are. question, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. And when, when we, you know, right now, there's no centralization of witchcraft in, in really any way. I mean, there's there's kind of like hubs around witch book publishers that, that there's like hubs of information around those those guys and they're great, but there's not there's no one place to go so we're trying to be that we're trying to be a place where people can come and can feel safe um and can and find out that there may be other people following the same path as them and find or find out that there's people doing something similar as themselves because the truth is there's as as many types of witchcraft as there are witches Mm-hmm. understood yeah, yeah yeah I feel like humans tend to we like that we like community and we like connection even if like a fingerprint we're all different but we each have a fingerprint so even if you have someone that's going down a similar like I don't really feel as though there's anyone like me or I don't feel as though there's somebody that relates to what I'm going through even if you have someone that's going through that exact same emotion yeah. that makes you feel better and a little more connected totally. especially if it's in the same realm of like oh we're trying to explore witchcraft and we're both figuring it out I think it's I think it's super exciting you can kind of cater your practice to yourself and nobody else you know it is your own it is your own identity and you get to use your own identity and intuition to kind of create the world that fits best with you you don't have to fit into a box which we do too much here it's it's only more empowering and it's wiser to follow your most authentic path Mm -hmm. right because that's going to be the most powerful magic you have yeah that's really you know you're going to be the best witch you can be if you do exactly what matters to your soul path awesome what do, what do you guys typically gravitate towards are you talking in terms of tools that we use or yeah. type of pra- like practices like tarot or that kind of stuff or i'm a, i i kind of mean more like are you more of like an outdoorsy nature person are you more like with you with uh with ingredients kind of oh okay so there's like um there's a lot of in a lot of pop culture at the moment there's a lot of um uh, definitions like green witch or cosmic witch or whatever isn't there Meg? yeah yeah oh yeah glamour witch and and and, and there's nothing wrong with that but people are like how do I know which one I am and you know or like it's gonna be it's cool you're 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 a witch that's all that really matters and and that's the beauty of it is the fun is finding out which yeah, and the reality is as well that most most witches end up being a bit of all of those different types. So you might like find that you you know you identify with the label green witch, but like you know the, there's also going to be loads of other different types that you that you identify with as well. But um, personally, 
I feel quite connected to nature. I don't know. Yeah. Is is green the green witch is like a gardenarian witch and someone who kind well, of I think what they're saying is like there's labels out there, but we shouldn't really kind of focus too much on them. Yeah, yeah, that, that is what we're saying. We're we're, we're trying when we're trying to say, and there's a lot of people who disagree with us. By the way, it's, and that's that's okay. What we're trying to say is that those labels can be helpful, but if you're finding them unhelpful, then then don't then don't use them. Gotcha. You know, it's okay. It's okay. It's it's a great way because they're not they're, because they're labels. They're a great way to meet like minded people mm-hmm. and find information that resonates with you, um, especially you know when you're looking at hashtags like Green Witch or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, they're great. Um, but yeah, don't stress yourself out. What kind of practices do you, do you guys like to do typically? Well, I I am a big uh, I read tarot like every day all day. <laughs> like, what should I have for lunch? Tarot cards. Um, <laughs> I just I just love it. I also do a lot of the typical stuff you see as a witch. A lot of work with candles, work with water, for sure. Work with nature, grow my own herbs. I mean, and and you know, running this community too mm-hmm. is, is definitely part of our our practice. That's a huge part of our practice, I think, actually, running Witch With Me is we have to show up, like, every day. There's no... Every day. <laughs> like, you don't know that if we don't, which is, which is awesome. Like, it's a blessing. But, you know, we have our own, we have our own lives, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's great. Like, I think that in itself, like, all the energy that we're putting into it is a practice. And, oh, yeah, I would agree with you there. It's, it's a... It, trying to cre- help to create the community and build the community and... That in itself to me is like a huge part of my practice. I think I'm definitely, uh, I lean towards um, being outside more though and working with nature. And- Who's a Virgo? She's a doer. Mm. She, that's the that's action. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what would you guys say are the most common misconceptions about witches? I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, the media. You know. mm-hmm. Yeah, where do you start? I mean, there's so many. It's it's really it's it's such an extensive list that that's what puts a lot of people off from from associating themselves with witchcraft. But uh, you know that we're satanists, that we cook children, that you know all of that kind of stuff. Like it it it, it it's mental. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's all so wrong. Um, but also it's just so funny because, you know, especially when you get groups that are like, we're going to pray for you because you're a witch and you're like, literally that's casting a spell, like sending Mm -hmm. them over and over and over towards me, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, there's the, there's just the typical representations. We all see them, you know, the green face, the pointy hat and all those things. And those aren't bad, but like anything else in this world that's coming to light right now, it's the tip of the iceberg and we all need to go a little deeper. Mm-hmm. Do you guys find that there's because Lou is in the UK and Meg, you're in the US. Do you find there's a difference in cultural like of the vision People's views of witches? This, yeah, the symbolism between witches between the two countries. I don't think there has been much, to be honest with you. And and I'm um, I'm part of a a, a coven, a European based coven, which is made up of girls from all over Europe, and one everybody's pretty much the same it's really weird like there doesn't seem to be any cultural divides when it comes to witchcraft it all seems to go into one big melting pot and everybody immediately understands the other person Um, yeah I would say I've I've noticed more of a divide a difference and it's not divide it's just a difference in the ways of approaching witchcraft not by country but maybe by what spiritual tradition you come out of Mm-hmm. So maybe you're already a practicing Catholic and work with saints and you're kind you you're kind of coming at it from a Catholic perspective or you've been an evangelical Christian your whole life. And, and there's certainly people who are like go totally the other direction from what they were raised, but you know, it, it's it's all about, you know, what the individual has been through. As we're talking about what people's thoughts are about witches, what was it like sort of coming out as a witch yeah. to your families, to society? What was that experience like for you guys? I think no, nobody was surprised. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They were like, they're definitely like, there's a meme where it, when me, my followers, when I come out as being a witch or my family, and it's just people being like, that makes sense. Like, 
okay. <laughs> you know, there are certainly people who gave me the cold shoulder anyway that I didn't expect to. You know, people who haven't asked me or ever supported anything about my business who I would consider an old friend or an old colleague or something like that. And, um, and it just surprised me more than anything. I was kind of like, gee, I don't think this would be the thing that would piss you off right. about. But all right. <laughs> um, but it's okay, you know, and, and it's, it's part of growing and it's part of, and it's part of, um, understanding who you are. So I, I was lucky enough not to have really much bullying at all. Um, and I think that's partially because the type of people that Louisa and I are, not everyone is able to stand up for themselves or just be like, I'm going to do me, but I will tell you, everyone can participate in witchcraft and find out how to be like that. Mm. Um, and to just really figure out what you need to do for yourself. Were you nervous about coming out at all? Or was it just embracing it? You fully embraced oh. it? Yeah, I don't think I was really that nervous. It just wasn't, I, I guess I had kind of already done a good job of creating a bubble for myself of safety anyway, I think. Mm. Um, I was kind of most worried about my parents, I guess, but not because they're closed-minded at all, mm -hmm. um, but because it was it's just something weird to come out to your parents about being witch. And when I did, they're my biggest supporters now. Mm. It was just crazy. Like, they're, they're like... So they, everything I talk about, they just totally get it. So it was a really positive experience for me, but we know it's not for everybody at all. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it's really a shame, especially people who live in areas of the country that have really strict religious bases and where mm -hmm. otherness is not exalted. And so that's, that's a main mission of Witch With Me is connecting people. Mm -hmm. The main mission with that question is to, it was to, yeah, maybe if there's someone out there that's feeling... Like they are very connected to witchcraft, but they have they come from a family or they come from an area where it's not it's not as accepted as, as accepted or even thought of as an option that it's it's okay, that it's okay. and there's a place yeah. where you can go like witch with me to kind of build that safety bubble for yourself as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, like I, I found um, I was really scared um, about people finding out about me because of of the fact that I've been so bullied when I was a teenager about it. But when I had the weight of witch with me behind me and when I had my partnership with Meg, like suddenly I was just like, I feel really empowered now. And that's why I'm so passionate about making this a safe space for people, because I know there are so many people out there who are frightened to explore that side of themselves. And that's such a huge shame because we need witches at the moment. We need people who are in touch with themselves, who are in touch with the environment, who have passion about keeping the planet the way it is or being in in tune with the cycles of nature and and that's what we kind of need at the moment and if people are frightened to explore that side of themselves that's so not cool so to be able to provide that space is 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 amazing and and um and I just hope that we we can help just like a few people come out of that broom closet and, and be the people that they really want to be because it's such a, an amazing thing to be able to explore your own practice and and actually just finally not care what other people think um and that's where I'm at now I just don't care anymore when I was a teenager I did mm -hmm. <laughs> but when you're a teenager it really makes a huge difference doesn't it what other people mm -hmm. think that you care mm -hmm. so much um but now I don't care <laughs> sounds like it's just a huge confidence booster and just because it because it's not necessarily because it's boosting your ego or anything but because you're getting really in touch with who you are as a human Absolutely. and and enjoying it's yourself one of the strongest ways to show love to yourself yeah yeah i would love to know the 411 on spells on <laughs> is is it and magic what like what is magic to you guys is it would you would you consider it magic? Would you call it magic yeah. or? Yeah, I mean, I I would. I I call I call it real magic, you know, because people are always like, but is it real? And I'm like, yeah, it's real magic. It it really is. I mean, I I'll, I'll tell you, I have extremely clear divination readings. So that is one thing that you know when I do a tarot reading, it's spot on. So it's something that over years I've been able to say, yeah, it's accurate. It, I, I will be the first one to say. I bought my beautiful house that I live in in Madison now all through witchcraft and just making spells and getting through and, 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 and just keep in mind that when you do a spell, um, a lot of people think it is like, I'm going to light this candle and I'm going to throw some herbs on it. And then we're going to see what happens. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's, it's your whole intention has to be behind it. So if you're like, I'm going to do a spell to lose weight and you don't do anything to try to lose weight, it's not going to work. 
that's, right. that's the whole idea is that it, you have to align, align your mind, body, and spirit towards a common goal. So, you know, that takes, and, and so that's kind of the disappointing part that people hear is, is that yes, it's real, but you have to do your end of the deal too. And do the work and, and the universe will provide, I believe a hundred percent that when you're aligned, you can make, you can make your dreams come true. It kind of reminds me of the law of attraction, the mm-hmm. like, that's exactly put, what it is. Yeah. Exactly. Very like aligns very similar with that notion of put it, put out your, in, put your intention out there. But that one, they, they say like, forget about it and go about your life. Well, it's a good balance between that, right? There's, there's like, if you're sitting around obsessing over whatever it is you want, that's not healthy for anyone either. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's that good balance of yes, releasing what you're releasing yourself from is the, the end, the possible, whatever the end game is. You just know that you're trying to work towards it and you're releasing yourself from the actual outcome but you're not releasing yourself from taking action on it in mm-hmm. the meantime. Mm-hmm. I remember I, I, a lot of the times in, I'm thinking about in grade school, this one specific c- c- scenario is like I had some homework that I had forgotten about and I think I was just putting it out into the universe. It's going to be okay. It's not going to be a big deal. It's going to be fine. <laughs> and then for some reason, I forget whether the teacher wasn't there that day or she was just like, you know what? let's let's check the homework next class or tomorrow and you I was, knew you knew you you had the intuition already yeah. <laughs> I remember I and it, I, I remember stuff like that happening a, a handful of times in school where it's like so maybe something went wrong with a project that I was doing or I didn't get it when I was doing it and I was like you know what it's okay whether I'll like, having this extreme sense of comfort like because yeah. we tip I, and the thing is like on the on the opposite hand I've, I felt like I've had similar I had similar experiences when I was in any sort of school situation but then on the opposite hand I knew when it wasn't gonna be okay mm-hmm. and I would have this extreme sense of anxiety wash over me when I, I was like oh I need to ah this is it I'm gonna get a zero and we come from a from a family of School, school, school was everything. a big deal. So yeah. <laughs> so I remember that as well. But yeah, just like, I don't know if I was like, I don't know if I'm lucky. I don't know if that was me manifesting it. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I, this is like, yeah, teenager high school time. But I, it feels very, it felt like a similar experience to sort of maybe setting intention. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You, you tapped into an energy that was already presenting itself, right? Like, it's not like you made the teacher be sick that day, right? Right, but right. Right. <laughs> You were able to access the energy of the situation and, you know, and, and understand it before you actually experienced it. Lou, do you have any, any tidbits on spells? Any initial thoughts? Any initial thoughts? I think Meg's like, Meg's covered, covered it already. Um, mm-hmm. And she has also written a book with loads of spells in them. Uh, so you should go and pre-order that immediately. Um, <laughs> yes. But- <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't really have anything further to add. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a little story about a spell that Lou did for me. We were in a coven chat about a, a, a new moon spell that we were all going to do together, and Lou typed in the chat at that moment. Um, you know, I, I had written the incantation for the spell for everybody, and people were saying, "Oh, that was a beautiful incantation." And Lou said, "You know, you should really do this for a living." And I said, "Trying." And then we <laughs> went to the spell. And two days later, my book, my book started to come, my book deal started to come to fruition about like literally two days later, we we made that intention before. And it wasn't even like the intention of the spell, but it was Lou's energy and my acceptance of that energy and the combination of the energy of the coven spell after literally two days later, I hear from Penguin Random House. We'll link Meg's book in the, in the show notes below, but is it is it online? Is it in stores? Yeah, it's, it's sold on. It's uh, available for pre-order on Amazon right now. It's called the Healing Power of Witchcraft, um, and it doesn't come out until October twenty eighth, but almost Halloween, so oh it's a great time of year for it to come out. Um, and it's right before, you know, of course, right before the American election, so we're all going to need some healing. I for some stress relief for sure. <laughs> But I, I, and I love that, you know, it doesn't have to be something maybe physically in front of you. It can be a virtual spells can be, you know, just between in a, was it like a group chat or 
Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just, it was, and you know, I never heard her say it. I never, it, it, like, so that's that's the thing. It's all about understanding how energy operates. Um, and and believe me, this is, I'm not like being like, oh yeah, this is, like, it still shocks me and surprises me every single time. And, but, but at least I'm able to be like, yeah, it really does happen. When I think some of our viewers hear the word spell, they're going to think of like the the cauldron or like yeah. someone sitting and like chanting or something. What does casting a spell or putting a make like putting that intention out into the universe look like? And I know that that's probably a very wide question and can it can look a various amount of ways. It, it, it really varies. Um, like you say, it is quite a wide. Um, so everybody's different for a start and everybody casts differently. One of the things we asked in the census was, do you cast a circle? Because before you, before you cast a spell, because that's something you're supposed to do as a witch. Yeah, so everybody's got a different way of going about doing things. I sometimes, a, a lot of people have like thoughts about whether or not you should post pictures of them or the rest of it. I post some of my spell work on my Instagram page after I've finished it. And it, it kind of tends to look like candles for me. I don't like to burn things in the house because um not I, I mean like smoky things in the house because I've got kids <laughs> and uh, and a dog so um I, my cauldron's merely for like holding things <laughs> rather than being like a receptacle for burning stuff um yeah but I, I tend to stand at my altar and I and I meditate and then I get into a zone and then I and then I do my thing but again like it will look different for for everyone yeah, I think I think everyone, for the most part, goes through some form of aligning their mind and body, whether it's meditation, stretching, yoga, breathing. Some people go the other way. They want to dance. They want to raise energy. But there's definitely a period before spell work where you kind of get your your self aligned in the way that feels right for you. And then you go ahead and you approach your altar, you approach your space where you're doing your spell work and you select your materials based off of what we call correspondence. So correspondence is, you know, we know that everything has a physical property. We know certain plants heal certain things. Clove will help a toothache. Um, but for example, clove also has the metaphysical properties of Scorpio, which is a water-based correspondence. So you're, you're talking about metaphysical correspondences. So a lot of people will come with their spell work and select items to help with their, their intention of their spell work. So if it's like, I really want to get married, maybe you're selecting rose quartz crystals and a pink, and a pink candle and kind of things that relate to the target of the spell. And then usually, you know, there's, there's some kind of action that happens that takes the energy from intention to putting the actual energy together. And that's the instant when magic happens. Do you, is there, you, cause you say, um, you talked about like your signs, does mm -hmm. the type of sign you are, whether you're, you know, a Leo or a Scorpio mm -hmm. or whatever, does it typically have an effect on the type of which you are at all? Or is it more, that's my personality trait and those things will yeah. influence yeah, absolutely I more about astrology than I do I'm not really uh, I'm not really into that so I'll let Meg take this one yeah so when we talk about astrology it's yet another system of talking about energies so you guys have a Gemini energy even if you're not Gemini's like we do yeah it's fine <laughs> Oh my god! I think I am. Um, we, we're Aquariuses. Oh, so you're yeah. So you're an air sign. So that makes you even more twenty. I would say we're pretty. We're very similar and like minded, but mm -hmm. we tend to gravitate towards Gemini's a lot. A lot of our friends are Gemini's. And this is the perfect for you. The moon's in Gemini right now, I believe. So this is this is a good day for you guys to do some manifestation spell work. Oh, good. Um, no that, so that so this is kind of how I would connect it. So you say I'm an Aquarius, and I say, well, I know you're twins. So that's two facets of air energy swirling around you. Um, and I would say, when if you ever want to do spell work, or not even just spell work, but make a big decision, or have a lucky day, or go on a job interview, pick a day when the sun or the moon is in an air sign. Okay, it, okay. You can challenge kind of the energy of your makeup. And I would I would um, say that that's just the surface. I would say get yourself a reading of your birth chart, your sun sign. Yeah, it, you've done that. Okay, I see you shaking your head. So uh, for other people <laughs> who don't know, you have, um, you have your sun sign. So I know I'm born on September 30th. I'm a Libra. I also, when I was born on September 30th, 1984, mm -hmm. the moon was in Sagittarius that day. 
So I have a Sagittarius moon sign. The other thing that was happening at the moment of my birth. So for everyone, just so you know, you need to know the exact minute of your birth to run this an accurate birth chart. The third kind of big astrology sign that everyone should kind of know about themselves is their rising sign, which is the sign that was on the eastern horizon at the time of their birth. So those three signs astrologists kind of refer to as the big three, your sun sign. So mine's Libra, the moon sign, mine's Sagittarius, and the rising was Pisces, and my rising happens to be Pisces. So those energies combined and form a lot about how I do my spell work because I'm able to say, you know, around um, Thanksgiving to right before Christmas, the moon's in Sagittarius. I'm like, I produce like you wouldn't believe before the holidays. My, my Sagittarius moon is like, go, 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 go. <laughs> and then the moon enters Capricorn right before Christmas and I die before Christmas even gets there because <laughs> I'm just in an in a, in a earth state and none of my makeup is earth. So <laughs> when you start to tune into these things, it mm -hmm. helps you know what days to give yourself grace, that you're just not going to feel good, that things are just not going to go right. And it helps you to take advantage of the days when you have that universal energy behind you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Knowledge is power and being able yeah. to tune it more into yourself is only going to push you further and set you up for, yeah, success. I, it's something that we were even thinking about when the full moon, and so maybe this is something that you can dive into and obviously you already have about how much the moon affects witchcraft but we were we were like I'm having trouble sleeping or I'm feeling our energy levels are shifted and I'm like it's a full moon I wonder if it has, has anything, anything to, to do, do with, with what's going on with the universe and all of I, that I will also notice that uh like I, this last year specifically as well I've started to really notice reoccurring numbers a lot and and getting these very strong I don't know how to go, but like sensations or whatever. So were you saying this past full moon that we just had was like a real doozy for you? I would say the last two. The okay, last so two. The last and it full moon we had was in Aquarius. Okay. Right. So I, I read that. You extra crazy. <laughs> in 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 many ways. You know, your powers are gonna be heightened, your faults are gonna be heightened. Yeah. And it was more I had very intense emotions or situ situations that were presented to me two full moons ago and then I was like that was a really intense few days and then I started to realize I was getting similar energy this last full moon and then I was and then I was like it's interesting that it's happening when the moon is full so I mean <laughs> so it's definitely interesting and then I did read that it was the Aquarius full moon so I felt like a sense of like harmony Reality. yeah <laughs> so definitely interesting I think if you're if you're it wasn't because I, I was there was just some crazy things that happened the, the two full moons ago. Uh, and like I would just I don't know, I would be sitting in bed and I would just be feeling really like the, a lot of pressure in my body or that I, you know, don't typically feel or I just felt like something was trying to talk to me. And I, I do feel like some, the with the numbers, what I read online and maybe you guys can tell me if this is accurate or not, because this is just my Google search. But I read online that it can be the, the universe's way of speaking to you and trying to push forward like a message. And so the two that I see a lot is 211 and 911. What I've kind of read online is that those can mean, I think, two oh, now I'm forgetting, but basically you're on the right path. And then there's the, the 11, like 911, and 11's like a power number mm -hmm. or something. 11's a partnership number, 11's a twin number. Um, it's all one plus one is two, so you have that that numerology factor there of a partnership. Um, and when you put place another number in front of it, it takes on the energy of that number. So nines are generally like you're almost there. Like there's just something, one more thing you need to do before something falls into place. And and the universe wants you to search for that thing. Um, and a two, it, it, that's that's like a huge seeing two eleven is like seeing eleven eleven. You know, it's it still adds up to a four. It's a foundational number. It's a it's a number of alignment. So that's an excellent one to see. Mm. It's, the universe is telling you you're on the right path. You're almost there. You're just going to have to have patience. And let me tell yeah. you, sometimes you have to have patience for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like those numbers have po been popping up for almost a year. And every time I feel, every time I see it, and it's not just like me looking at the clock because I started to think I'm starting, if I, if I am looking at the clock all of the time, of course, I'm going to start, I'm going to condition myself to look at the clock at 9-11 or 2-11. But I would get emails at these times. I'd be editing a podcast and I'd hit the space bar on the 2-11 mark. Our, I was driving with my mom and we pulled up and there was a license plate number with the with 2-11 on it. And I was like, mm -hmm. mom, 
Like, what are the odds of all of the cars that we're going to pull up on? We were walking. We were we were taking a walk in the, in New York City, and we we stopped and we were chatting with our friends. And Lynn was like, "Oh my God, look!" And it was two stickers that were randomly placed together. It was nine eleven, and we were like, "Like, what are the freaking odds of us like walking around?" So I def- and it's like things like that. I'm like, it's wild. Mm-hmm. I feel like someone's trying to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> and. And I, I would say, like, our, our community of humans are pretty open, but it's not something that was, you know, I think having a place like Witch With Me is super helpful for us. Yeah, even people who come from families that are very supportive or mm-hmm. um, or very open, you know, like, would never, would never phase them if someone was gay or something like that. Witchcraft is still just so not even on anyone's radar. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No one has no one yet has the tools to process like what that means. So mm. that's what we're trying to do is give people the tools to educate, to, um, and just, and hopefully make, make the witchcraft conversation extend beyond. So th- this is why we're so thankful to do this podcast because, you know, your listeners aren't witches, but we hope that they, they hear the message today that we're saying, and we just keep going. Mm. And, you know, I expect some of your, your followers are witches. So yeah, there's a lot of witches out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think even if you don't cons- if you don't identify as a witch, I think I think everybody has a little witch in them. Everybody has intuition. Everybody can tap into that. And it's more about like n- not more about but you can also get a message of, you know, you are powerful, you're a powerful person and you matter and you have the ability to set you have the ability to do anything and kind of set that intention and go out there and and make what you want to happen happen. Yeah, and take control of your life and mm-hmm. spirit Yeah, absolutely. I feel good. I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, you guys are pretty like an you're like an online uh, kind of community, and obviously, you guys are in separate parts of the world anyway. So, but has how has COVID kind of affected your practice or the Witch with Me community? Um, have you felt any? Do you have any, not fun stories, but any stories behind it? Like, how is this time? How is 2020? And which is really interesting. I mean, I find it really interesting that you guys kind of exploded during this time or or, are really growing a lot during to this time. But can you talk a little bit how 2020 has affected your your practices? I think um, I think it's not really impacted on us. it has certainly been a really interesting process trying to launch this thing in the middle of a global pandemic. But mm-hmm. um, I think because a lot of people are staying home, um, a lot of people are online. Um, they're, they're actually like they're looking for connection. And 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 one thing that I found when it all happened was because I already had this online community of friends. Like, I didn't feel alone and cut off from people, which I feel like a lot of my friends did feel like that. They felt quite isolated and um, because their interactions with people are usually, you know, um, in real time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whereas I spend a lot of my time, I spend, I have real time friends as well, but I spend a lot of time <laughs> online. So actually I had this this connection already to fall back on and I didn't, I didn't feel like... Um, it, it impacted on me in a negative way. And I think that that may be why Witch With Me did so well this year is because um, there were so many people just at home, like looking for, bored, looking for ways to connect with others. And and yeah, that's probably why it's... Uh, why yeah, it's- and not only did they have the time to scroll Instagram, but they also had the time um, to actually like do some witchcraft in their house. Mm-hmm. You know, you're spending all this time there and then you start to be like, well, <laughs> like, let me try this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, you start, I, I mean, there are certainly things that we had planned on doing like live meet and greets and conferences and all sorts of stuff that we had planned in February that by March <laughs> were, yeah. you know, it's crazy. We started the company when the Australian wildfires were happening and then we went straight into COVID. So a lot of those you know, ideas had to, we had to pivot, pivot, like, and, mm-hmm. and get into um, what we're actually hosting is a, in a virtual conference, a virtual event in um, 
October, you know, and that was something that the whole witch community has done is really switch every, and most communities, you know, are finding ways to to make things virtual and accessible to people. But in my opinion, it's even better because, you know, what's the percentage of people who could fly to New Orleans for a witch conference? And what's Mm -hmm. the percentage of people who can hang out in their PJs on a Saturday and watch and mm-hmm. watch this live stream conference. So I actually, in a lot of ways, like probably will never want to stop doing a live streamed version of something because it's, that's, that's the best part is it makes it accessible. Yeah. I feel the same. It, it feels kind of the same for us in this podcast because usually, you know, people like to do it in person and we live in New York city usually. And with, with that, you know, we, it would have been a lot harder to have Lou um, on the podcast all the way in the UK. So we're, we feel really lucky that we get to talk to people from all over. Yeah. So yeah. in a way, this has kind of forced us or presented an opportunity that like our mindset was in a space of like, well, we can just talk to anybody. So like, let's let's do that. Yeah. I think we were really we're really excited to receive you like for you guys to actually be interested. And we didn't I don't know if we would have thrown that pebble your way in a normal circumstance, in a normal yeah. state of the world. Yeah. So, yeah. Look at, you, look at you guys manifesting. Your stuff yes. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's, yeah. That's a that's a good point, Lou, is don't forget to take care to like, take inventory of how far you've come because that's great. One of our listeners, because we did a little, we did a little, a little survey question. of some questions, yeah. and and a question that that came up a little more than once was, people want to know about love spells. There's like a there's like there's there's a lot of resistance in the witch community about love spells because obviously we get loads of messages all the time, and it's usually from people who are the number one request heartbroken. Please <laughs> help me get my ex back. Blah blah blah. But. First of all, your that kind of work is it kind of goes against what you know, which you should be doing really is is you, you shouldn't be playing with other people's intent, um, and that's kind of what, what what people want from a love spell. They want people to come back to them, or you know, and I I personally don't feel like that's um, that's something that you should do mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I mean I, when someone comes to me with that I I say you know I don't we don't mess with other people's free will but what we can offer is a love spell a self-love spell a spell for release a spell for focus on something else a spell to attract new love mm-hmm. I mean it, it's it's a perspective matter right you want to flip yeah. the perspective and just and find out well what is what is it that you actually want like do you actually want the person or do you want security or do you want safety and you start focusing on those energies and you, you you'd be surprised what pops up I love that yeah we were we just had an episode with a dating coach mm-hmm. and we were talking about breakups and this is all it's just like you said you you want to maybe not try and get the person back but think about the things that you're missing and it's probably not it the, probably doesn't have to do with the person themselves him or herself and more about yeah the security that was there and all of that jazz so I like, really be in tune with what exactly you want to do your spell on yeah i used to, anytime when w- ourselves and like our friend groups were, when we were all kind of going through or anytime anyone would go through their first breakup I think that the thing that made me feel comfort in it and so I was like this is the universe people fall out of love for a reason and that is the universe's way of saying it's time to move on and it's time to go find the new experiences because you've learned what you needed to in this situation and so I think if you're casting a spell to kind of bring that back you're you're stuck you're kind of, you're not moving forward at that point you're stuck in the past and you're you're you know doing yourself a disservice at that point but i love the idea of warping the perspective let's figure out exactly what you want here is it self love is it comfort is it new stimulation because there are other ways to go about doing that yeah 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 100% and you know there are people out there who will do the love spells probably for a, an exorbitant fee um <laughs> and and do they work yeah i've i've seen I've seen spells like that work. I mean, it's all in the same concept. Um, But, you know, what's the Spider-Man line? With great power comes great responsibility. So we talk a lot about um, that. We talk, And we also talk a lot about just because you're trying to release something or move on for something doesn't mean you can't feel pain and doesn't mean you can't feel bad about it or bad about yourself or anything like that. Like nobody's saying like it's called spiritual bypassing to not feel the bad feelings and, and, and do the work and move through it. So it's mm. exactly like we were talking about before with spell work. It's the same. It's the same concept. It's about doing the work to match the intention if some so if someone 
wanted to maybe put out the intention, do a spell or something about maybe opening that door to a new love, someone who's maybe been single a long time, who maybe wants to <laughs> open that, let's just, just set that intention and welcome that into their life. What was maybe some things they can do to maybe, it does, I don't know if there's something yeah. that they can hold to them closely that might um, bring know, that energy around forward. them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, so this is, did you know, I just posted a, a love welcoming spell on my oh, Instagram. No. I, didn't know. I did not know. Which, did. Uh, which is the shoreline. It's a love opening burn and bathe. Okay. So it's a spell that um, talks about, um, you know, lighting a candle, blowing it out, letting go of the past, keeping another candle lit for yourself and having a ritual bath about release and accepting love. Um, and it's intricate. So what I would say is if you're a beginner, get yourself a candle, get yourself some pink sea salt, get yourself some rosemary, and just do a simple light the candle and send the energy I'm ready to receive love out there. And those kind of three witchy things, a candle, a salt, a very witchy herb, which is rosemary, those three things together a great beginner spell just to start accepting the energy into your life. For, for that beginner, but we, when we say send the energy out there, what are some like, maybe what's like a stepping stone of learning how to do that? Maybe it's a, a mantra or is it just lit- like imagining it coming out yeah, of you? That's like why it? a lot of spells will come with an incantation, right? They'll come with a little blurb that you should say. And, and that's because the power of word, you know, that that we talk about, we talk about, you know, taking thought and bringing it into action and words are that. So when you're speaking something out loud, it holds a lot of power. It holds a lot of weight. So maybe you want to write down something for yourself to say. Um, That's one of the best. You can certainly Google love spell incantation and get something and that's fine. But maybe you want to write yourself a nice little like limerick about, you know, now I'm going to let myself open to love and whatever it is you want to do and and say it and say it with meaning and don't feel weird about it mm-hmm. it's okay mm-hmm. <laughs> it's whatever feels right yeah I was our our mom recently had a a really big surgery and I she was pretty nervous going up into it and I was like mom I know it's weird but you really have to start looking yourself in the mirror and just telling like I'm strong and I will get through this and I can do this our parents are very open-minded and I think our mom is a little bit more on the like she's like becoming yeah Mm -hmm. I think she's like coming into it a little more in the last couple of months because we've been home a lot but even if you want to look at it on a scientific level if you're hearing that that's going to resonate in your psyche and then the more you hear it and the more you're telling yourself that you'll just start to feel it and it might feel weird a little bit in the in the beginning but it's just it's it's called imposter syndrome we're all meant to feel like we don't have the power to do it we're all meant to feel like we're not strong enough or not witchy enough or not smart enough or whatever but we all are you just have to find the way you're good at it do we have um are there are there any other major questions that we want to no I think we covered a lot I guess if we can leave we can end it on, you know, what you guys want to say to to our listeners about witches and witchcraft, anything that we didn't touch upon. Is there any final thoughts or mm-hmm. anything that you guys would like to bring to the table that we haven't covered yet? I, I think we've covered most things, haven't we? Um, yeah. I would just like to let anybody out there who's feeling like they're really interested in this, but they're worried about what other people think to... Um, so just go for it anyway. Come and check us out, see what we're about, or find out some other other Whitby communities that are online, and um, find some friends, make some friends, see what it's all about, and and you know see if it's for you. But don't don't worry about what other people think. Yeah, yeah. I would say you know witchcraft is a marathon, not a sprint, and and you have to keep reminding yourself of that and giving yourself the grace to learn, and and just understanding that you're you're not going to learn know everything ever. So just take your time, focus on the things that are resonating with you, understand that some things may not resonate with you that once did. It's it's all about the growing process and it's all about checking back in with yourself to make sure that, you know, you're still the same person that you were and the the same practices are working for you and have you gone off track or it's always just a great touch point in your life and you can return to it, you can leave it, but it, that energy is always going to be there and you're always going to be a witch. So Keep going. I love that. Well, 
Thank you both so very much for taking the time to come and chat with us and also just, you know, having such a lovely, open, vulnerable conversation about witchcraft and just life in general. I've really, it was a great way to start the morning. Yes, for for us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thank you so very much for for taking that time. Uh, We're very excited to share this conversation with our listeners, with you guys, um, and definitely, definitely, definitely go follow uh, which with me on Instagram, uh, maybe Megan Lou and their personal accounts. Mm-hmm. Tell tell people how they can find all of your all of your platforms yeah. and all of the good things. And, and all you know, we already talked about your book, but throw that in there again. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I'm just at the Witch's Stone on Instagram. I have a blog as well, but it's kind of out of date at the moment because I have so much going on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just find me on uh, Facebook or uh, Instagram at The Witch's Stone. And I am The Witch of the Shoreline. And you can find me at megrosenbriar.com. My book is The Healing Power of Witchcraft. We also have some other facets of Witch With Me. called One's called Witch With Books. It's a page dedicated to witchy books. So especially good um, resource for people who are starting to learn about witchcraft it's just like just go there and scroll through the books and see if anything jumps out at you um we also have a page called witch with memes it's just witch <laughs> memes just for some fun um and we have a fourth page that has really really taken off um lou actually we should talk about it's called coven market yeah coven market is um it's a platform for small businesses witchy businesses to um, connect to a bigger audience and for people who are looking for um, witchy products, witchy things, um, who want to support small businesses um, to have a, a place where they can find all of those things. So um, we've got lots of big plans for Cover Market and what we can do with, to help witchy businesses. Um, so yeah, um, go and sign up to the newsletter on the Cover Market page on instagram and um stay tuned find out more thank you for having us by the way oh no oh my god seriously thank thank you you so much for fun it's fun you know this is great for lou and i to like talk to me this is what we love to do is talk to the witch curious so um please either of you you know where to find me come on into my dms with like oh my god i saw 211 again i would love because you guys clearly um you have that air energy going you have um, look at you. You have a podcast. That's that's yeah. Aaron. So keep writing it. Yeah. We were even saying in our last podcast that, you know, I think the universe, I think we were originally thinking about doing a YouTube channel, which would have, which would have been great and, and would have been great in a different way. But I think the universe was does, was aiming YouTube for us doesn't to set us up to have these, these kind of, of conversations, conversations the way yeah. that we are so i think it was the universe working in a weird way uh for in this specific situation but yeah we're having a lot of yeah. fun doing it and i hope i hope i i lou i know you're i know you're far away but i hope that one day when things are a little less <laughs> crazy i know meg you're you're closer i hope we can well, like grab coffee sometime uh, yeah I'll, I'll be having a book launch party yes and- guys ever wanted to come down you know if given if COVID is okay right um, you know so we have things on the horizon that yeah I'm especially being close I'd love to see you and Lou you're gonna come move in with me right yeah totally like <laughs> we're gonna get uh, you know uh, a jumbo jet soon and- yes yes that's on the plan so Lou has two toddlers and I have two toddlers so we um, talk a lot about just like can we throw them all in a room with a nanny and <laughs> there's big dreams on the horizon yes yes we'll be setting those intentions with you (laughs) but okay thank you so much everyone for tuning in and listening to this episode of let's talk witches we hope that you were able to take out some positive information maybe gained some more insight of the authentic world of witches world of witches we had such a great time chatting with megan lou and we hope you please 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 go give them a follow keep up with their with their journey as well as as well as ours and speaking of our journey if you could please like and subscribe to us on all of the major platforms as well as please 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 leave those reviews guys we need those reviews we need that feedback so that we can continue to do better and grow you know in the sense of community we need you we need your voices as well and leave a comment if you yourself 
uh, have had any witchy feelings, have mm-hmm. had any, if you practice witchcraft, let us know your mm-hmm. experience with that. We would love to hear all of those stories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and subscribe to the newsletter because yes, we have that as well yeah. for exclusive content. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that that's good. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. Bye, Peaches. Bye, Peaches. Bye, Peaches. Bye, peaches. Bye.